Hey guys, welcome back to the Big Girl Things podcast. It's Laura here, your host, and today we'll be talking about embracing femininity, the key to becoming the woman you've always wanted to be. So today's episode is inspired by a Reddit post by username Penelope Kitty. So what is femininity? And I've really shortened this post because she's written a lot about it. And I've just chosen the parts where they have inspired today's podcast. So if you guys would like to read about it, um, I'll leave the link in the description below and you guys can have a read. So what is femininity? I've seen a lot of women on this sub talking about how they enjoy being feminine or even hyper-feminine. And this post ends with, a woman's value should not be based on her degree of attractiveness, softness, or compliance. Not embracing culturally approved femininity or even criticizing it doesn't mean that you're trying to be like a man. We are women and could not be men even if we tried. Existing in a female body is all you need to do to be truly feminine. This is something that's really awesome to talk about because there's so many different points of views out there. The aim of this podcast has always been to embrace our experiences and values just the way that they are. There's a reason why we feel a certain way and value certain beliefs, and they're all valid. It's important that we first learn to love and accept ourselves, because only when we can truly love ourselves can we truly love others as well. And only when we can truly accept ourselves for who we are, can we accept others for who they are as well. So coming back to femininity, it's got very mixed reputations, I say. But speaking from a straight woman's point of view, and from someone who's tried to be as strong and masculine as as independent as possible, I've realized how much embracing femininity is truly the key to being the woman I've always wanted to be. So thank you to Penelope Kitty for sharing your feelings with us. You are the inspiration for today's episode, and so many others will get to open up conversations about this too because of you. So thank you. So as usual, before we start today's episode, I'd like to take a moment to share what I'm grateful for this week. And this week, it is the courage to be vulnerable, for the strength to reach out for help. This has been something I really, really, really struggle with because I've grown up with the mindset of don't ask a question until you've tried to figure out how to solve it. Don't, don't ask for anyone else to change if you can change first. You know, if you can't change the situation, change your own perspective. And that's really led me to struggle to ask for help. But the minute I've embraced the fact that I need help, And, you know, everything is better together with other people. And I'm not meant to be an island on my own. Life has gotten so much better every time I've tried and been vulnerable to ask for help. So I really want to thank the beautiful souls out there who have dropped what they have at hand just to spend some time with me. And I felt heard, seen and understood. And it meant the world to me. And so I urge you guys to think of one thing that you're grateful for as well. And you'll be surprised at how I can turn your entire day around. So back to the topic. I've come up with a few points that I'd like to share with you on why embracing femininity is the key to becoming the woman you've always wanted to be. Number one is we set ourselves free of our past. Number two, we get to know ourselves better. And number three, 
we get to receive love and support. If you're new to the concept of being feminine and femininity, let me let me give you a quick story about myself. Maybe this this will help paint a better picture. When I was growing up, I was always told you need to be seen and not heard, be outstanding but be a quiet achiever also. How can think about how you can support the room, um, encourage others, be there for other people, but never receive and never ask for help in return. It was always said to ask for help when you don't know what to do, but it was also always said to figure out your own problem, try to figure out your own problems before you ask somebody else. So it became this little loop of when do I ask and maybe I should just be a lone wolf and be my own island, right? Be a powerhouse of my own, be independent. That's what society has told us to be as women. Be independent of your man so that you don't need him. And I think I took that a little bit too far and I'm appreciative of that as well because now I know what too far is. When I went so far away from my my feminine side because I thought that that was shunned upon, that that wasn't desire, that that, that wasn't attractive, I let a lot of myself go as well. But I wasn't truly happy because I wasn't truly being myself. And I didn't really know what that meant either. I thought I was doing all these things that society tells me is a attractive woman. But why am I not happy? So I really had to dial it back to my childhood. And I realized, and after reading a lot, listening to a lot of audio content, that a lot of our limitations that we have in our own heads of what we can or cannot be have been put on to us since we were kids, right? And there's no right or no wrong, but I believe that we have the opportunity and responsibility to break free of those beliefs that we that don't serve us anymore. So only when I started to break down all the limitations that I have, was I able to break free from the chains of my past. I want to know what you guys think of femininity. What is your definition of femininity and what do you think that it is, the epitome of it? I used to think that being feminine meant that I had to bear children, I had to be soft, I had to be nurturing, and I had to be submissive, right? And and I felt so helpless thinking of that image. And I'm like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be a housewife. And not that there's anything wrong with that. It just wasn't me. I like going out. I like adventuring. I like activities. I like meeting new people. And I love traveling and challenges. And I felt so limited thinking of the idea of being feminine and staying at home and bearing children. And that's all it's going to be. And it doesn't have to be that way. And that's why it's so, I feel like it's so important to speak about it openly because the equation for the perfect balance of femininity and masculinity in a human being, it varies for everyone. An example of this, like when we start to ha- sweep our feelings of who we really are under the rug, it becomes a bit of a suppression. And the more suppression that we have in our lives and we feel like we can't be it, our, tr- our true selves, the more angry we we have, you know, the more angry we, that we are inside, the more insecure we are about our lives. When we look at someone who has what we want, but we can't have it, we get jealous and we get envious. And those are not good feelings to have. For example, I reject, I've learned to reject things that I can't get so well that when I thought of a home, 
a warm home somewhere we could come home to, somewhere to have a family. I cringed at the idea of a home. I, I immediately associated that to a jail, somewhere to tie me down that I couldn't be who I really wanted to be. But the reality of it, when I started breaking down my past and where did this limitation come from, I realized that I secretly wanted a family so bad, a place that I could come home, where I, was, where I could belong, and to be accepted for how I really was. And even just speaking about it, it makes my voice shake a little bit. But that was the first breakthrough that helped me realize that I want a home. I want a family so bad, like not a family that's defined by a husband and kids, but a family of friends, of colleagues, of people I love to work with that share the same values um, that I do and care for each other. So the only only thing that's coming out that's come out of me accepting my past and working through it to break free of those limitations is happiness. I feel every time I've learned to break through one of my chains from my past, I open up an entire garden or like open up the gates for love and acceptance and happiness to come through because all that these gates are are defense mechanisms so that we don't get hurt. But we have to understand that it wasn't our fault that we felt suppressed when we were growing up. These were just our parents' beliefs and everyone's goals and level of happiness in life and what that actually looks like is different. So the minute we can start to accept what has been done onto us, then only can we break free to realize that it wasn't my fault. And where I am today is not my fault, but I have the responsibility and the opportunity to change it from here onwards. I used to think that trying to look pretty and shopping, those were bad things because I remember one time my dad said, why do you spend all your time on these unnecessary, unnecessarily expensive activities that will lead you to nowhere? Basically saying, why are you such a waste of time and space for trying to be pretty and wanting to go shopping? And so that in my head immediately registered as that being feminine, trying to look pretty and even, you know, portraying any sort of sexuality as a growing teenager was a bad thing. And I was always told to not show my feelings and to whenever I I liked a boy, I was being shunned away. It was always like, that's a really bad thing. You know, we're going to try to keep you away from that boy now. You know, we're going to move, we're going to change schools. So you're not going to get distracted and things like that. So I was really just told a different message of where I actually wanted to lead my life. So I'm such a caring and loving person and I want to care for other people. So their beliefs should not limit where I want to go in my life. And the first, first time that I've accepted that to be a limitation, I'm like, okay, cool. How can I now move towards being more of myself? So I prompt you guys to think of a couple of things that you long for but are scared to receive. Point number two, we get to know ourselves better. Literally, part of embracing femininity is getting to know ourselves better. I think that this is super, super important in all aspects. And the first place my mind's taking me to is 
how, how do we celebrate our lives? How do we hold ourselves when we are broken, right? The biggest part about femininity that I was really, really afraid of is being too soft. What if I become a pushover? What if I just have emotions for days? I associated being feminine with having a lot of emotions. And I didn't really like that because I felt like that left me I wanted to control my life and I didn't want to be controlled by emotions because I am a very emotional person and that always seems to be the downfall of relationships for me. I get too emotional, I get too, I say things when I'm emotional, I have emotional arguments and I can't seem to endure emotional pain very well. I seem to withdraw, get angry um, and so I associated, associated that with something negative. But it doesn't have to be that way. I feel like a big part of being feminine is to be human. And humans have emotions. We have feelings. We have the soft to us. We have the heart to us. And it's a balancing act of the both. Every time I've pushed myself way too hard at work or way too hard at fitness, I always crash really, really hard. The harder I push myself and try to be something that I'm not, the harder that I crash. I'm not saying don't work hard, don't push yourselves. It's not like that. I think that challenging ourselves and pushing ourselves to do better is the best thing that we can do for ourselves. But if that comes in place of other things that make us happy, like relationships and the time for ourselves, then it's a very unbalanced way to be pushing ourselves. And no wonder we feel less feminine than we want to be. No wonder we feel less we don't feel strong enough to carry on just because we've just revved the engines way too hard. Um, I like to use fitness as an example because I feel everyone can relate to it at some point in their lives. If you're trying to lose weight, have you ever been on a crash diet before? I have been on plenty crash diets. Right? I know exactly how it feels. We start off, most people, we start off doing pretty well. We have the determination. We have the... Um, the grit to just not eat anything, right? We'll eat as little as possible. We'll cut out all our carbs and we'll try to live off air and we'll try to exercise hard. That works for for the first week, the second week, the third week. But come the fourth week, we will start looking at furniture. They're like, like a piece of fruit. And it's ridiculous, right? It's when we push ourselves that hard in one direction, we almost are closing our perspective off to everything else because now we're on survival mode when you're pushing yourself that hard to let's say work put yourself out there at work all of your emotional endurance is being put in that one box and you've got nothing left for anything else in your life even including yourself and if you put that much emphasis on how you look and you've pushed yourself beyond what's what your body can take and what you're actually meant to feel and meant to do that's healthy, then we're going to look at furniture like pieces of fruit as well. And we're going to be very short-tempered with everything that is not in line with what we are striving to achieve. What I'm saying is that take things in moderation so that throughout this, it's not all about the goal. It's about the journey. The journey is the part where we get to know ourselves a bit better. I'm not sure if anyone else can relate to this, but I feel like being full in your full feminine mode is being able to show up to work the next day full with so much energy to 
kick the week's ass to keep going you've got the most drive in the room because you are happy because you haven't thrown your own balance off and I feel like that's something that never gets taught to us in school that never gets talked about that there needs to be balance in order for us to go further for longer any goal that we have needs to be looked at in a long-term sense like no goal is worth it if it's only just short term imagine if you got a goal to earn $200 this week and then what you know like if you've used up all your strength and energy to achieve those $200 What about next week? What about the week after that? Life is a long-term game. What about relationships? What about everything else, adventure and anything that strikes your interest? What about exploring new things? Aren't those things important as well? Think about the person that you know who only does work and they work really, really hard and they work really well, but they've got nothing else going on for them outside of work. Are they an attractive person? Are they the type of person that you strive to become? I know women like that. I know moms like that. And it's not our fault. But we have to realize that we are revving our engines way too hard. And that is throwing our balance off as human beings. And point number three of why embracing femininity is the key to becoming the woman you always wanted to be is that we get to receive love and support. It's such a beautiful thing to give from a feminine place in our hearts. As I mentioned before, feminine love is not only soft, nurturing and accepting, it's also resilient, fierce and loyal. I've always shunned the idea of being soft, feminine and nurturing, (laughs) but I also, I loved receiving it. Do you have that aunt who, when you go over, she always bakes for you. She always asks you, what do you want? What do you want to have? It's like, and I've now growing up, I realize it's not just a, a feminine trait. It's a mature trait to be able to care for somebody more than ourselves, to be able to, so, to slow down for someone who is not fast enough. Imagine if you, if you took a kid out on a bike ride. You slowing down for that kid does not mean that you're slowing down for life, that you're weaker than he is or whatever it is. It's people who slow down for others are strong enough to understand that slowing down does not take away from who they are. And being able to be soft does not take away from how strong that they are. If anything, actually shows more strength to be soft and nurturing. And think for all of you guys who can relate to being strong and tough women as well, that sometimes we try to be so strong because we think that being soft is being weak and that we won't be taken seriously and we'll be taken advantage of. It all starts with getting to know ourselves first. Understanding that most women, our natural way of showing love is to give Right, but we often get hurt because people don't give back to us what we give to them. They don't give back the effort that they that we give to them. They don't give us back the love that we give to them or the trust. And I think the biggest caveat to giving is to give without expecting to receive. It's like giving a gift. When you give your trust, when you give your love, if we expect them to give us something back, then it takes the sentiment out of the magic in giving. I know it takes a lot 
of strength and courage to do that. But the only way that we can truly be happy and find the relationships that are truly meant for us is to give without expecting to receive. And that's a very feminine thing to do when someone finally gives back when we least expect it. That's usually when the most beautiful connections are made, the most beautiful relationships are created. And we get to know friends who truly care for us because they're very like us. They give us back in the way that we give. And it's so beautiful, but it's almost like leaving, I won't say leaving your door open, because that's a silly thing to do. Don't leave your house door open, but just an analogy, right? If you leave if you leave your house door closed all the time, if you always have the gates shut really, really tightly with chains all over your door, like no one's ever going to come in. No one's ever going to knock and say, hey, do you want to hang out? So if there's one takeaway I can leave you guys with today is to not be afraid of exploring yourself, whether that's a softer, more emotional side to you. It is going to be scary in the beginning. You're going to feel really vulnerable. But at the end of the day, it's about fine tuning that when we start a new job, we're going to be a bit rough around the edges. We're not really going to do things to the best potential in the most seamless ways. But I think it's so important to explore femininity because it could be the thing that's holding you back from true love, from true belonging, from truly understanding who you really are as a person and what makes you happy and what do you want to make of this life that you have. So I urge you guys to think about what you think femininity is. And I'd love to hear it, um, hear what you guys have to think. So if you enjoyed this episode, please definitely share it with your friends and family. And I would love to hear your thoughts on what you think femininity is. If you'd like to drop me a message on Instagram, that's at bitgirlthings underscore podcast, at bitgirlthings underscore podcast. I'd love to hear what you have to think. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. See you guys in the next one. Bye.